All right, it's the 11 Dubcast. You'll notice that we are not leading off with Bo Bishop, uh, you know, with his dulcet tones, because Bo Bishop is fighting off bears and wolves in Montana right now, and so now you're stuck with uh, Johnny Ginter and Kevin Harris. By the way, uh, also name that I go by is Captain Trips. Uh, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, are you are you familiar with that that reference? No, no. Captain Trips is the name of a disease uh, that appears, I believe, in Stephen King's The Stand that wipes out like most of the world's population. And uh, before you know, our excellent host Bo came on. We we also had Michael Citro. Michael Citro gave me the nickname of, of Captain Trips because I was sick so often. Um, we had to delay the podcast, the Dubcast uh, day, because unfortunately I had a pretty severe gallbladder attack. Uh, couple days ago so immobile didn't feel like you know moving at all couldn't really talk very well and uh now i'm feeling much better but i I thought i would mention that because said gallbladder attack was a result of the trip to montreal that um the uh the 11 warriors kind of you know brain trust took over the weekend and i wanted to save this story for you for the dubcast because we were talking about a bunch of stuff before we started recording um but we have some really excellent photos that we shared in Slack. I want to see if I can find those, maybe embed them in the post, of us just segueing around the docks of Montreal. And it is probably the oldest, widest thing I've ever done in my entire life. By the way, Kevin, have you ever ridden on a Segway? I have not. I've wanted okay. to. I'm sure you've seen people ride on Segways before, Oh, for right? sure, yeah. Yeah, and, and internally you're like, I could, I could beat that guy up, right? Like, yeah. even oh. if, like, John Cena could be riding on a Segway. And I could think like I could kick that dude's ass. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Like, like what? What? A, what a lame piece of crap. So there's like five of us riding on these segways, and it's it's really incredible. And we're getting pictures taken and whatnot. And my favorite part of this is that like, have you ever seen um, what's that called? Uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, right? Have you yes. ever seen that movie? Okay. Yes. Do you know Paul Rudd's like surfer instructor guy? Uh yeah 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 yeah. He's like I, really, I he's like, really like kind of out of it, and he's like, okay, let's get you know. He's like really like yeah. a surfer dude, basically. Apparently, yeah. there's an analog for that uh, with Segway instructors, which I did I wasn't aware of. Uh-huh. Apparently, if you like, as you would if you were a person doing a surfing instruction, same thing applies for people doing say they are the most like crazy out there people in the history of the universe, and our Segway instructor would pull us aside. We're, we're going around, we're learning about the history of Montreal, you know, we're, we're weaving through crowds. And our uh, Segway dude will occasionally stop us and say, like, yeah, I'm really in tra- into transcendentalism. I don't believe in one religion. I believe in all religions. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's like, sometimes I like go to the, uh, the bottom of Mount Royale and just, you know, kind of get together with my friends and really expand our minds. <laughs> uh, which is not really what I was expecting on our Segway tour, but it made it so much better. And at the end, uh, he shook each of our hands individually and thanked us for our good vibes that we gave to oh, him. He said, you paid me in good vibes, but also money. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, so incredible. I really... Yeah, my point is, if if you know Ale- Alex? Alexi? I don't really know how... I don't know. Alex? Something like that? He said it in a very French-Canadian way. It was... It was it's uh, Alex. Yeah, of course. But if you see Alex on the uh, Montreal boardwalk at any point in your life, please tell him Johnny said hi and that he was a great instructor, and you should definitely... Hang out with him for an hour because he was he was really great. So, I hope you have the same experience on your first Segway tour, Kevin, because it was excellent. I'm it was, sure I will. 
I wonder, I wonder like what type of person in general just becomes a Segway instructor? Like what would happen, have to happen in my life for me to end up as a Segway instructor? I, I mean, you made it. Uh, clearly you've accomplished all of your goals and you've, you've done everything you wanted to do and you've reached the point in your life where you can do your, your dream. You can finally live yeah, out your dream. Sure. Cause that's for my sure. dream. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to be at a point in my life where I can just be a Segway, you know, instructor and guide like that. That sounds like an incredible time. Uh, if I have no other worries in my life where I can get to the point and take care of everything I need to and just be a Segway guide, like, I'm yeah, done. thank people for their good vibes. I thought to achieve. So, yeah. you know, more power to them. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, I ate a ton of rich, fancy food, uh, got gout slash a gallbladder attack, <laughs> and now I have a club foot. And so I can't. No, I'm kidding. I'm 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 slightly better. So Captain Trips is here uh, with Kevin. Um, there isn't a ton to talk about, but I think the first thing that we want to start off with is the excellent decision by Chris Holtman. I'm going to say it's Chris Holtman because I'm going to attribute everything good that happens to Ohio State basketball from now on to his genius uh, to putting Scooney Penn in a very, I think, smart position on the you know the basketball team administration however you want to put it um he's gonna be kind of I, I don't know correct me if I'm wrong kind of like the mark pantoni ish of yes. uh i say basketball that's my vibe yeah yeah the most i fun. mean I, I think that's an incredible we've had scooney i actually was looking this up we've had scooney on the dubcast three times now and he each time he's just like been incredible he's an incredibly personable dude knows all the aau stuff that was going on Oh, yeah. um, actually, last time he was on was telling us about some of the issues that had with uh, AAU coaches because of the perception of how, you know, freshmen were getting playing time and stuff like that. I don't know. What's your take? Do you th- I mean, I know what your take is. If It's not that it's a grid hire, you're dumb. But yeah. how much do you think is going to add to the program? No, I think it'll be huge. Um, I think guys like uh, like Pantone do a lot more for the football program than people r- realize. And having right. a guy of um of scooney pens you know his he's got the name too like that's something pantoni doesn't even have um, right but like i don't know like it more than even just a a great attitude a great person um who knows people and knows the aau circuit and everything too he's just uh he's got that name too like who wouldn't want to come to a program that you know is kind of more or less run by scooney pen you know Right. Well, and I think it's not just, I mean, the name is really important. I I totally agree with that. I think that is an excellent point. But I also think if you're going to be in that kind of position, you need to be able to schmooze a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You got to have a personality. You got to have the ability to sit down, like put your arm around someone like, hey, man, Ohio State basketball. I know what you heard. (laughs) Bad Mata's not here anymore. Like that's the guy and a guy that Scooney Pin is who is going to be able to get in with parents, players, all this other stuff. And AAU coaches, I think, which is obviously a huge deal of this, uh, and and really help develop uh, the relationships that need to develop to get those big time recruits. And I, I think you've already seen a lot of this. What Holtman's able to pull off with the recruiting yeah. stuff. I mean, um, name is who we just talked about this. Who's the guy they just pulled? Uh, Watson. The yeah, um... right. Which in, in of itself, I think, is a pretty you know good evidence that this guy is not like sitting on his butt yeah. in the off season. Like and. To Holtman's credit, I mean, not just that, but the limited amount of time that you have to try to get some of this stuff done before you have to start preparing for the season is, in my well, opinion, right. impressive. I thought um, it was, I thought it was insane, because um, when when he came on, I think almost everybody assumed like 
you know, kind of the 2017 class is going to be a wash and he's just oh, right. going to kind of, he's going to kind of just start over with 2018 and he's going to have all these scholarships. And it was, it was, it was like a, a good thing, you know, like eventually sure. it's going to switch, but um, then Ohio state started pulling in um, players for 2017 too. And right. so like he's, he's, he's getting his own people in before even, uh, even um, next year, you know, like, like the 2017 class is going to be solid too. It's the top class in the big 10. Uh, right. Which is, I mean, that's, that's a big thing to say in a, you know, in a, in a big 10 conference that you would expect to have a lot of really good, you know, recruits and people committed and stuff. That's right. not, not too bad. Um, does this change your expectations for next season? Mm. I mean, it's hard not to, because when Do you think that's reasonable though, like, I I think it's reasonable. Like when it comes when when Holtman was first announced as coach, I'm looking at a roster that's got like like nine scholarship players and one of them was a former walk-on. And <laughs> yeah. um you know, and and now it's not like they're going to be world beaters, but like um you're adding the top two players in Ohio and at top 100, I think Musa Jala is top 100, but a yeah. a, a combo a combo uh guard forward that you know can score and come off the bench and has depth on top of guys like Jay Sean Tate and Kata Bates Diop and um I I think that's not a horrible team you know I think my my main thing at first was the uh was the depth because like I don't care how good Jay Sean Tate and Kata Bates Diop are they're not playing you know like 40 minutes (laughs) a game right um but now like with with Kyle Young and Caleb Wesson and Musa Jallo like they can they could do something you know like even if they're uh even if they're not ready to play immediately and ready to to be you know top of the big 10 um they can at least come in and contribute and spell Kata and Jay Sean and those guys but I don't know I think I think just having bodies in general and having bodies that can that can actually come in and are decently ready to play um is going to be huge and I don't think they're going to be my my expectations going into next season were very very low but I think right. now they're going to be they're going to be at least fun to watch, you know. I'm at least going to tune in, you know. And that's it. And that and that is really the only thing that I think Holtman really needs to accomplish in the first year. I mean, I I mean, I'm with you. I I love what he's done. The depth on the team looks much better when you're bringing in some guys that can contribute immediately. That that definitely, you know, when they rotate, you know, when they when they have to sub out, you're not yeah. going to go down by 20 points just immediately because you lost your only two functional players. So that's that's right. really good. But I think the biggest goal for him was just to make Ohio State basketball like exciting and fun to watch. Like yeah. as, that's it because the way the shot was with being so dead this year and 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 attendance being so down, you've got to give somebody or something uh people want to actually watch, right? You yeah. got to give them something that they're going to be excited about. Uh, I think young players, interesting players, an interesting style of basketball will definitely help that out. That's really what remains to be seen. I, I still, I mean, he talks about having that, you know, an attacking style of basketball, that kind of stuff. Well, that's, yeah, that's cool. What, that's what you got to say, you know? Yeah, exactly. I have no idea what that means. I have yeah. no idea what that means. That's uh, just going to speak. We'll, we'll see what happens, but. Right. You know, if they're out there doing the same kind of stuff and, and you know, they're Bo Ryan and they're, right. <laughs> you know, they're satisfied with 45 points a game as long as they win by two. Yeah. That's probably not going to be that great. Um, yeah. With that said, I don't think this team is built for that. Mm-hmm. I think the players that they have, especially with a guy like Tate, 
you want to score. You want to score yeah. a lot. Uh, I think the guys that he's recruited kind of, you know, indicate that. Um, the ones that he's going after, too. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're offensive players. I mean, you know, defense could be an issue. That That is something that I think sometimes, uh, you know, you need to prioritize more than people think. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I think he may be true to his word on that. So I think it's cool. I, I think uh, Scooney is an incredible pick for that position. I think that's going to get him in with the AAU uh-huh. stuff. I think it's incredibly helpful. Uh, given the damage that Scooney kind of implied Thad might have done with the goodwill for AAU coaches. Yeah. I mean, I think I think another cool thing with Scooney is everyone likes to talk about his son. He's a, I mean, top 20 yeah. prospect. But right. like, even more than that, like, he's got a son playing in AAU. Like, everyone, right. everyone's trying to sell it as the factor of, okay, Ohio State might get his son too. I'm like, no, but like, more than that, he has a son playing in AAU. He understands right. you know, it. You'll talk to everybody. From a player's perspective, everybody. and you know, like I don't know. It just it just gives him even more of a of an in, I guess. To, well, what uh, happened? I mean, think about the the you know with Greg Oden and and all the other guys who were coming in. Like they all knew each other, right? right? These were all these were all guys who had connections through AAU. They were on teams together. They played against each other. That happens because of those connections that they made as. Yep you know, young teenagers doing this for years and talking to each other about, Hey, yeah, this, let's do it. Let's get in together. So I, I completely agree with you. I think that is an excellent point and I'm excited, man. I'm actually excited about Ohio state basketball, which is yeah, not something weird. that is not something that I thought I was going to be saying, uh, when I thought that, uh, we might have another coach. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So, you know, I mean, sometimes things just work out and it's, it's not too bad. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I, I, you know, is it all going to be great? Is the basketball team going to be really good immediately? I don't think so. I think they're going to definitely experience some growing pains, uh, but I'm going to watch. I am going to want to see how they perform. I am actually going to give a crap, which is not something that I think I said uh, for the past yeah, like yeah. two or three years. So I don't know. I'm pumped the other about thing it. Plus, is like, no, good. They're going to be better than they were going to be. Yes. Yeah. Like regardless, like <laughs> right. Like I, I, no matter how bad they are next season, it's it's better than they would have been. So yeah, that I, is. I mean, I don't know how you how you're not going to take that. That is inarguable, and I also just really like saying Musa Jallo. I think that's a really fun name to say. I think it's cool. <laughs> so I'm 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 glad he's on the team. Four star, you know, small four would be good. You're going to be saying his name yeah. a lot, Musa Jallo. Kind of like marshmallows. It's like that. <laughs> uh, okay, so instead of getting uh, Musa Jallo angry at me, let's let's move on to the next part here. So the my favorite story of the week, and granted, it's it's been kind of a slow week, but my my favorite story of the past uh, couple weeks here is uh, that um, Troy Smith, Tegan Senior, and Eric Metcalf uh, are are pushing for a medical marijuana dispensary here. They're they're gonna they're gonna be the they want to be some distributors here. And I first of all, uh I think that's not a not a, you know, surprising move for a lot of people. Not not that I think that, you know, they particularly are all about weed, but I'm just saying I'm saying that that is a business opportunity that a lot of people in Ohio are going to be getting into uh because of the law that was just signed for or signed uh, by Casey for medical marijuana. So that 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 uh business is going to get really big in Ohio does not surprise me one bit. And I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, a lot of other people got into it as well. Um, but I really just like, first of all, I love the suit that Troy Smith is wearing in the uh, oh, article incredible. that we have. Really fantastic. Um, don't have that kind of style myself, but I, I think it's pretty good. 
I'm more of an Eric Metcalf guy in that picture. If you've seen it, you just blue, blue suit, blue tie, you know, light blue, light blue shirt. That's, that's kind of my, that's how I roll a little bit. Uh, in any event, the thing that I wanted to bring up with you and ask you, Kevin, is so this is a, you know, a, a, hopefully a lucrative venture for these guys. If there were to be, and there have been in the past, but if there were to be another player uh, or coach, either past, present, whatever, uh, to start their own business, become an entrepreneur, um, oh. what player do you think it would be? And what kind of business do you think they might uh, try to start? Because Scooney Penn, by the way, Scooney Penn had the, you know, the barbershop that he was starting. Yeah, the barbershop. I wonder what's going to happen with that. Yeah, I kind of, I, I hope it keeps going. I mean, the way he was talking about it, he was, he was putting a lot of time into it. Huh. I mean, Orlando yeah. Pace opened up like a you know an IHOP franchise. Yeah, he, be good. yeah he did. You had you had Eddie George with the the yeah Eddie's, with the bar uh, bar and grill. Uh, yeah. what's another one? Oh, you got the Boren Brothers. The Boren Brothers. Uh, there you go. The uh, trash pickup. Yep. You know. So those are uh, all. I think those are all very logical extensions of things that they you know that they were about. So what else? What else could be done? I don't know. I I know Zeke has the. Uh, the trademark on Zeke's crop top bar and grill. Yeah. So you have to imagine that's coming. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, I I'm, think you should open a Forever Twenty One just with all the like bottoms of the shirts cut off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like just a regular, yeah, or like a Gap or just something really like really regular. But instead, like everything's cut off at the bottom, and then he charges twice as much for them. I think that would be a smart idea, and I think people would buy it. I, I can't I, wait to see what Ty Powell ends up doing. Oh goodness! I Ty Powell can enough. do whatever he wants, and I would pay right. whatever amount of money he wants to charge for it. That's, like I don't that's like my take on Tyvis too. Yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. <laughs> I, I will. Yeah, Tyvis Powell is whatever he is in his future. I want to. I want in. Um, let's see, Cardell Jones. What do you think? Let's see, Cardell Jones. Oh, I think geez. he would. Uh, I. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Cardell Jones. After school, I, I want him to like come up with some kind of Kaspersky Labs like Twitter, uh, <laughs> like you know algorithm. Yeah, some encryption for Twitter passwords for Dolo. I think yeah. that would read very well because he's got experience in that field, I believe. Uh, <laughs> I, I want. I know. I know Taylor Decker was a uh, zoolo- uh, zoology major. Ooh, I want to okay. see him do do some. Uh, maybe open a pet store. or Maybe one of those like cool, African like wilds, like tour. safari adventure. Yeah, thing. the, the drive through Taylor Decker's thing. safari adventure would be awesome. Um, yeah, I mean I we had Melvin Fellows like... Safari Planet. That's not really the same thing. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I think. Well, who's your favorite player outside of Tate? <laughs> Tate Martell, oh. currently. Oh. Demario, look, Demario should be selling oh, like. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's gotta be. It's motorbikes. Come on, man. Oh yeah, he could bring. Oh yeah, he should. That picture is incredible. Li- They're all incredible. Yeah, all those pictures are incredible. There's never been a bad picture taken of Demario McCall. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Yeah, Tate, he's Tate got the, the... could just sell like signed autograph pictures to you. No, he's going to be an Abercrombie. Pretty good business sure. on that. Yeah, yeah, probably. Be a be yeah. a glamour shots model, you know. Yeah. Your height doesn't really matter for that. So that should be fun. No, it doesn't. You can't tell. You can't tell. I yeah. should do that. <laughs> height doesn't matter. I agree. I. You know what? I think you. I think you and Tate Martell should be the next like comedy super duo. Like, 
you know, with uh, Jonah Hill and uh, Chain Tatum, you know, but yeah. instead it's you and yeah, you and Tate. Tate yeah, and I should have gone, gone with him to the ESPYS. Oh God, is he going to the ESPYS? I didn't know that. Yeah, he was nominated for the uh, the top um, high school athlete. He didn't that's, win. Right. Oh yes, that's right. I saw that in Slack. Yeah. Yeah. He should have been. Wow, you guys really should have gone together. That's BS. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah it's okay. That's good. Uh, no, it's it's not okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk to him about that. That's, no, that's... no one really knows the backstory on this. Basically, like before, well before it was like months before uh, Tate even got an offer from Ohio State I decided that he was going to be Ohio State's next quarterback <laughs> yeah some, someone put tape in his uh in his uh in our slack channel of Tate Tate Martell and I was like okay yeah yeah this, this kid's really good Ohio State <laughs> should do something about that and like six months later yeah boom, boom. he's he's never gonna be the next quarterback boom <laughs> <laughs> yeah right well, I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, what? What's that story about, uh, like, when David Robinson was in the military, he grew, like, another six inches? Yeah, you know? it could happen. It could happen. Sure. Yeah, Tate Martell could Send go from five foot two to five foot eight like that. You have, yeah. you don't even know. Like, he can... <laughs> <laughs> Send him to space. The gravity's holding him down. <laughs> uh, you know what? And I want him. To, I want him to really be successful because Tate Martell, like you watch him on film, and I'm sure he's oh, just, he's just he's not a quarterback, dude. Like it's not, it's just not going to happen. Um, I don't know. Like I, I think the issue, but maybe is, it does. Who knows? I don't the know. Is, the I'm issue is like the issue is like I think he could be fine if he was given a chance, but like he's never. I'm not sure. It. I'm not sure that this is the place where he's going to get given the chance. You know, yeah. like he's he's an electric athlete, and like the throws that he made were just like dumb sometimes like right perfect and like i don't like he's he's got an arm it's it really is just his size and yeah if, if you've got haskins and john emory jones you know eventually right. gonna be in front haskins like, in front of him yeah. yeah you've got you've got no shot i mean it's 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 all about you know how big you are and how fast you can run and all that stuff and emory is very good too he is very good at football he's if he were on campus right now, like, you know, like ready to play, he would probably be the best quarterback. Like he's, his right. innate skills are, he's, he's the best. Yeah. And he can run and he, yeah. Good yeah. kid. Just, just from Great a future skill standpoint. Nice yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I wish, I wish these guys all the best in their, in their business ventures because, I think it's cool. I really like seeing, you know, former players open up really ridiculous things. I don't want it to always be like a bar though, or a grill or some kind of restaurant. Like, yeah, I want that's be... boring. Yeah, it is boring. I want them to do something really goofy and fun. So like a weed dispensary, some other thing, like that's the kind of thing that I think is really great. Um, someone, someone put on Twitter, uh, if Troy Smith doesn't have a strain called the highs man, he's really, he's, <laughs> He's really missing out on a branding yeah. opportunity. Burning money. There's no reason to even bother with him. He's not going to do that. Yeah, he should do that. Right, yeah. Um, he should. I think, you know what, I I would really be interested if, like, former coaches – I mean, I know they don't have to work. I know they don't have to do anything. But I really yeah. would love to see, like, Jim Tressel, you know, have, like, some kind of meditative yoga class that he teaches, yeah, like, three times a week. I've always, I've always thought uh, – like quiet like, with, time. Or, when George W. Bush started doing the the paintings, painting. like, <laughs> I want to see I want to see Jim Trussell start like painting, origami. maybe teach a class on yeah origami for sure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that'd be great. 
yeah, you know what, Jim Trestle, Jim Trestle, I think in retirement shares a lot of qualities of George W. Bush in retirement. And I, I know I that's a weird you're... thing to say, but for whatever reason, it just it's something that they just correlate. It just I don't know. It just seems yeah. right. You know, Jim Trestle, Jim Trestle never, uh, you know, you know, was the commander in chief of the armed forces, but, you know, close still, enough, close enough. He wore a sweater vest and his gray hair. And I yeah, feel like those yeah, are things sure. that George W. Bush can relate to. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm trying to think like what John Cooper might get into. Uh, I, I think John Cooper is really content with literally doing nothing and just like sitting on his porch and just chilling. Like, I, I yeah, think. He- Old, good he still has an office. It. That's he, true. He, yeah. He scouted Ohio State. Uh, he scouted NFL players for the Bengals for a long time. Oh, that's right. And, and Urban would go ask like, "What NFL players are on the on the team this week?" And he would tell him, "Like, these are the dudes." <laughs> that was that was his contribution to Ohio State football. For I don't know if he still does it, but he he sure did for the past past while. He still hangs around. I mean, you know, he comes in and he'll he'll do st- like he, you know, he's he's in the locker room a lot and yeah. Apparently, he he comes in and he's the guest speaker in uh, Urban's um, coaching class, which yeah. I'm taking. I'm taking next semester. So That's right. Fun. You know what? We oh man, we need to have you in to give us updates on a regular yeah. basis about yeah, that'll that. be fun. And you know what? Maybe that's, I think that's a segment maybe we should develop for the dubcast or even for the site as a whole. Like, I want to know what your assignments were. I want to know, you know, what grades you got. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just like crap photocopy my you. exam. Have yeah, Jones, no, have Jones grade my exams. Yeah. No, that's what we, and we'll help you cheat too. If you, <laughs> if you start to slide a little bit, we'll post your assignments. Classes at 7.30 in the morning. That's right. That, well, it has to be, right? Because they don't, right. you know. They're not going to schedule it in the middle of the afternoon. When they the funniest, have... funniest part is they're on Mondays from 7.30 till like 9. But yeah. then we have media at 11. So like I'm just going to probably like go to McDonald's because it's at the Woody. Classes at oh, the right. Woody. Oh, classes at the Woody? So like I'm going to just best. like sit there, go to McDonald's and then go right back for uh, interviews. Hell yeah. That's that. Psh, you're living life, dude. Like, yeah, right. I would just fail it intentionally so you could take it again because that's <laughs> incredible. Which, by the way, as a high school teacher, is definitely my professional opinion that you yeah. should do that. Uh, some of the masters in education, that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> no, that's cool. And, I, you know, and I'm sure you'll see Urban Meyer all of 15 minutes for the first class. But that's fine because, you know, you'll get guest appearances. and that'll Yeah. Be yeah. We'll, we'll, I'll, we'll talk about it when, when it happens. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. That's, that's going to be really cool, dude. That'll, that'll be fun. That'll be sweet. Uh, okay, so all right, so we've got Scooney. That's great. We've got Holtman getting all these great uh, recruits, and it looks like Ohio State basketball is on the rebound, so to speak. Uh, this is why Bo leads most of the conversation. Uh, <laughs> uh, Troy Smith taking senior. They're going to open the medical marijuana dispensary. That's that's nice. It's fun. Um, so let's move on a little bit to ask us anything. You guys can ask us anything by sending us questions at eleven Dubcast on Twitter or uh, dubcast at 11warriors.com on the interwebs via email. And let's, let's, let's do it to it. Let's get some of these questions here. Uh, you have not been briefed on any of these, Kevin. In fact, I asked you uh, just a few hours ago to do this. So. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. I had time to prepare. Yeah, sorry. Uh, okay, so this one's Brad. Uh, Brad has two questions in the same vein as the top 11 UM era guys. 
Who are the few players from the Meyer era that are the most forgotten about? Guys that you think should get more recognition for their contribution as a Buckeye. Michael Bennett is the one that I would have just said. Thank you, Brad. Michael Bennett is the first one that comes to mind for me. So let's start off with that one. Are there any guys that are kind of unsung heroes that you believe deserve a little more credit than they got? Huh. I literally, uh, Michael Bennett is my answer. for That, that probably would have been my on. answer. Um, I, I wrote about it this week, but I think I think Cameron Johnston's probably underappreciated for how Ooh. good he was. Okay, yeah. Cameron Johnston like, might be the best Ohio State punter in the ever. past several decades. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, at least. I yeah. mean, I don't know. The game changes and stuff, obviously, but like, right. it, it. I don't know. I don't. I don't think people realize how. Um, and maybe they were frustrated with the Trestle years with how much we punted. But like, um, just the the number of hidden yards that he he accounted for. I think there were like, there were multiple times this year that he was my offensive MVP for the uh, by debriefings. Like, he sometimes would just keep Ohio state in the game with his, his booming punts and um, just his wizardry at stopping balls inside the five sometimes. And I don't know. I, I just think people, people forget about that. Forget how, how important he was. Um, if never he, really, yeah, if never he, really shanked a punt or anything. If he were on a Jim Trestle team, he would have made Heisman noise. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But no, but seriously, he would have been like a folk hero because people would have talked yeah. about him every single game. He would have had 30 punts a game. He would have yeah, there were like three, the there were like the three games in his career that he didn't even have to punt when right. he was at Urban Meyer. Yeah, like, right. What an underutilized but, weapon. God, Urban's an idiot. Yeah, um, right? Punt's <laughs> on third down. Yeah. <laughs> God, get with it. Um, Tom Tupa, you know, is usually held up, I think, as, as maybe the best punter Ohio State has ever That's had. That's probably fair. Yeah. Um, That's probably fair. Cameron Johnson, though, dude, I, he's right there. And his ability just to just nail teams back within the five or 10 yard line. Um, Andy Groom was a really good one, too. I, I forgot yeah. about Andy. Um, I met him at a course... party one time when I was like six. Oh, really? When you were six? Either yeah. this is the lamest party ever, or you were the coolest six year old who ever lived. I was the coolest six year old ever. Nice. My sister my sister handed me a twenty four pack of natty <laughs> and told sick. me to Yeah, to walk into this party and say, Where's the party at? And I walked <laughs> in and they were they all just cheered and they took the beer from me and within like five minutes they were like, Hey, Andy Groob's in the back room if you want to go meet him. And so I walked back there and met Andy Groom. Wow. Two ladies around yep. his arm and you getting it yeah, on? Of course. That's pretty good. Vic yeah. Jankowitz, by the way, was a, a punter as well. So, you know. Yeah, that's true. He's, too. He's, but, he's got, yeah, he's got competition, but he's good. Yeah, but I would, I would agree with you. I think uh, if when all is said and done, and not that people are going to be saying a lot of stuff or doing a lot of stuff with regards to the best punter in Ohio State history, but uh, yeah, I, Cam is excellent, and uh, I agree with you on that. I will say, though, that uh, Michael Bennett, especially since I called that guy as a potential star before he even came to Ohio State, and I will never stop saying yeah. that, even though it's long past relevant, uh, Michael, Bennett <laughs> would be, <laughs> Michael Bennett would be my dude for that. Uh, number two here, who from the current team, excluding JT, has the best chance to break into the top 11 players in the Meyer era? You are not allowed to answer Demario McCall or... Oh. Uh, yeah, or Tate. Sorry. Huh. You can if you want. Um, it would just be stupid. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of uh, 
position by position. I want to go someone on the defensive line. I think that's probably a good call. That's probably that's probably the, the safest. Maybe a guy like Chase Young or something. He hasn't even played a snap yet. He hasn't even got, gotten to campus yet. That's bold. But he's he's going to be a monster. He's going to be a monster. It's it's easy to say Nick Bosa. Yeah. But I don't um, know that I would go with Nick Bosa. Really? You don't think he'll be top No, I, I mean, and I I think he's an excellent player. I mean, don't get me wrong, right? Like I'm not I'm not hating. Yeah. On him, but I think um I think a guy like Taekwon Lewis, right? Yeah, that's that's fair. He, I mean, he's, he's probably, a three-year starter. You want to talk about underrated players? Like yeah. that dude is probably yeah. the most consistent in terms of like sacks and stuff. Like statistically, uh, he's would, if he he's on pace to finish top five all time in sacks. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I think he would yeah, deserve that really uh, quietly too. Right, and nobody talks about that dude. But he's, I mean, you know, I think a lot of other guys get maybe more attention. Uh, but he's he's quietly put together one of the best careers on defensive line of any Ohio State player, I think, ever. Uh, people just don't yeah. really talk about that. Um, so I think that's a good one. Um, yeah, I, I would say, I would probably say Taekwondo. That would probably be my choice for that one. That's I'm, probably I'm a solid one. I still don't know. I'm trying to pick one that's not like, I don't know. There, there's a couple guys that are like going to start this year who are mm-hmm. pretty easy choices, like like a guy like Denzel Ward. like. He's yeah. probably going to go in the first round this year. Yeah, um, that's fair. You know, so I don't know. It's kind of hard. I'm, I was just trying to think of somebody who, like, maybe won't even start this year. Uh, a guy like J.K. Dobbins is really intriguing too, with okay. with the numbers that he puts up and stuff. Um, I think I think he could be, end up being a monster running back. I mean, he's already already the uh, the number two running back, and he's been on. He hasn't even you know played a season yet. Right. So. Yeah, they, they clearly have pretty high expectations for that dude. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I, I think that's probably a pretty good, pretty good assessment here. All right, from Alvin, really simple question here: uh, Android or iPhone? iPhone. Why is that? Why do you? Why do you? Why do you worship at the feet of the corpse of Steve Jobs? You know, I I just always had one. It's the first yeah. smartphone I had. I think I, I, no, I can see that Android's probably better. Like mm-hmm. it's it's more versatile. You can do more with it, and right. usually they get they get their features before iPhones do. But I mean, it's reliable, it's user friendly, and I've always had it, and it you know it's never failed me. So, so I've had both an iPhone and an Android. I had an iPhone when I was in Japan, and I like saved my life so many times. No, <laughs> no, well, it was the first phone I ever had with GPS, right? Like, cause uh, wild. and yeah. I, I I like I had like flip phones. I had, like really crappy phones. <laughs> Not flip phones, but like I remember I had this one smartphone that was like the size of a like a piece of like life cereal, basically. <laughs> like it was a really tiny smartphone. And it uh it had GPS it didn't have GPS, but I when I went to Japan I got one, I got an iPhone, an old iPhone with GPS, and it was amazing. It was this incredible thing. The interface is incredible, it runs really quickly, that camera's great. Um but I've just been rocking Android ever since because they're cheaper and I'm a cheap piece of crap. So yeah. I I like Android. I think they're pretty good. Right now I've got a LG G6. It's basically like the poor man's Samsung 8. Um, yeah. The camera is incredible. The camera is really, really awesome. The battery's not awesome, but the camera is. And I'm fine with it. I don't really have like an allegiance. Like if an iPhone came out that I really liked, I'd get that. Um, the, the other thing with iPhones is like it's super easy to back up. And then when you get your new iPhone, you can just right, like put upload all your... 
you put everything else on. So it's like you just get a new phone with all of your old like messages and pictures and apps and stuff like that. So it, it's just easy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I, I'm Android, but I'm not I'm not a partisan. I'm not, you know, like I'm going to murder somebody and sacrifice right, yeah. blood to the That's how I am. gods. Uh, okay, so next one here is from Louie. This is kind of interesting. He says, uh, hey, gents, it's been a while. Uh, the doldrums of summer are real, and I haven't had much to discuss, but I've been listening religiously. Thanks, Louie, as I <laughs> pretend, to, pretend to do things at work, so thanks for giving me a weekly reason to live. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> we weren't on last week. Uh, oh, geez. I hope he's still around. I'm sure he's fine. Um, okay, so with the finish of the College World Series and uh, UF taking down LSU, who cares? Uh, it got me thinking about OSU and Big Ten baseball in general. I spent two years at Coastal Carolina, which is known for being a pretty good baseball school. Uh, and know firsthand how serious South and East Coast take their baseball. I also get the fact that not being able to play outdoors year-round uh, like they can in the South puts the Midwest at serious disadvantage. That being said, can you guys discuss the issues with OSU and Big Ten baseball a little bit, uh, specifically in regards to coaching, recruiting, talent pools, or lack thereof in the North versus the South? Kevin, you uh, currently are in Georgia right now, right? I don't think you were born in Georgia, but you've lived a lot of your life in Georgia. Can you maybe elaborate on that a little bit? I mean, um, I think people in general just care a lot more about baseball. Mm -hmm. in georgia um i mean i played i played baseball up until freshman or sophomore year of high school really Um, what was your uh, position i played i was a utility guy i played middle infield catcher and uh outfield right on so um but i uh yeah it's like i don't know it's 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 bigger here for sure but um i don't even think that that's like Ohio State's issue as far as fielding a baseball team. Like, Ohio State's had decent baseball teams. Um, they had Nick Swisher. They they won a national championship, I believe. I believe. Uh, maybe they didn't win, but they played for one. Anyway, they at least played for a national title. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's. I think at this point, it's just... I, I, I hesitate to, to call out, like, a head coach and say that, like... Um, that that's the issue because I really am not that vested in Ohio state baseball. Um, and I'm, I'm not <laughs> about to put just Greg, like, I'm not about to roast Greg Beals right here. Right. I was about like, to say, but um, I don't know. There's just, it's like the team, the team's been decent, but never really lived up to its expectation. Like this year they were pretty trash and they probably yeah. should have been a lot better based on the talent they had. Um, and uh, the um, the year before, they were doing really well and then just, like, like pooped the bed the last, like, three series and didn't even make the, the postseason uh, two years ago. Um, I don't know. It's and, and I'm sure a lot of it's that they're up north, but it, they really should be better. To answer the question, they, they should be better. And I, I mean, think I think you can. I think you can put some of that on Beals. I not to not to be a jerk, but you yeah. know. And by the way, I just looked this up. He shares a birthday with me, so I feel like so you're, you're qualified. Not. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I know everything about him. Uh, you know, I, I think sometimes you can put on the coach a little bit. I do think the year round thing. I I really do think it is though what you emphasize. I, I have had this discussion with people where they're like, wow, isn't it incredible that like all these like Canadians are so good at like ice hockey? I'm like, no, it's not incredible. No, it's not. They like it. So they right. do it. 
Like, well, don't think... tell me that there isn't some like six foot four, six foot five French Canadian out there who's like an enforcer on a hockey team who couldn't be a defensive end in the NFL. Yeah, like I mean, it's just what you choose to do. And if there is a big, big uh, attraction and uh, you know people getting involved with baseball in a certain location, then hey, guess what? They're going to be good at it because they do it. Right. So if not think, a ton of kids think... up north are doing it, then it's not going to be as great. You spoke. You spoke to it as soon as like the question started when um, you uh, you said Florida and LSU and you said, oh, who cares? You know, when right, you're talking exactly. about the college. Yeah, that's the thing. Who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody cares at Ohio State. And until until people start to care, you know, why why would Ohio State be good in baseball? You know, right. um, and it's it's hard to it's hard to lure a top recruit to play at Ohio State when you're going to be practicing inside a football facility for <laughs> most of the time right. and playing on on all artificial turf They're, the field's all artificial turf um you have to go on the road for the entire first half of the season like what who wants to who wants to do that and um, everywhere you play is going to be the same situation right like you're not going to be right. going to these beautiful amazing stadiums with natural grass. like it's, it's the same thing everywhere you go um yeah, yeah. by the way ohio state won the 1966 uh ncaa baseball tournament which is kind of cool okay so that was even that was before swisher even obviously <laughs> yeah yeah a little bit yeah. yes before well, a little bit he was born and maybe before his parents i don't know um yeah i, I thought i thought they had one so yeah uh this one so i'm just gonna say this we're gonna leave this for bow next week uh this guy's got an interesting note on mike kudla though we talked about in our last podcast who almost died from a from some kind of like infection thing uh note on mike kudla guy was in my fresh uh was in my freshman econ class and i used to see him at larkins hall too which is hilarious Kevin, I, I, as I'm sure you're aware, Larkins Hall was the uh, gym before the RPAC. It was yeah. like a literal dungeon. Um, it was pretty sweet. Yeah. I that place. Biggest back I've ever seen in my life. Dude would wear a 2XL shirt, I'm guessing, and you could still see how huge he was. I, I kind of like, Dave, I, I really love how you think a 2XL shirt is like the biggest shirt you can possibly think of. Um, that's that's kind of adorable, but <laughs> but I agree with you on my Kula. Very very large man indeed. We'll get to the bow uh, question uh, next week. Um, but uh, that's ask us anything for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we've asked and answered all the incredible questions that I think we can. Um, but we want you to ask more, and uh, we would love for you guys to send those in, especially considering it's the off season. By the way, one of my favorite ask us any question ask us anything questions that we had was uh where someone asked us to determine where they're going to go for like their honeymoon i think um in any event uh that is that is ask us anything please consider continue sending us those questions kevin thank you so much for coming on the dubcast i have one more question for you though i have one more question for you i want to get back to doing this we used to do this where we would just ask like random insane questions uh of our co-host every week that they're not prepared for and they have no no really you know no real concept of how to how to answer that so here's something i was thinking about recently right i saw a little article about this um there has not been i think an official song of the summer and we are like almost halfway through july right like would you agree with that would you agree that there's not like a a, you know party in the usa you know that's true i mean i can't even i can't even think of like a a popular song right now so that probably like that's what like I'm a, saying. A one that's been written since the summer, you know, so you're probably right. Yeah. Right. So what is, what is your favorite song of the summer that's ever happened in your lifetime that you were song like, of the is, summer. Th- that is, this is just my jam for the summer. I like I get lucky. You know, people are going to love, people are going to love this. 
Okay. Probably like the, the summer before sixth grade or seventh grade was when Crank That by Soul. <laughs> and that's probably the most like cliche like, like song of the summer for me. That's beautiful. So, yeah. You... Yeah, he used to follow me on Twitter one time. Really? And he yeah. unfollowed you. Yeah, he unfollowed everyone. I was pretty pissed. I think like he's missing. I think it. like it was right before I, I got employed here. Okay. Ramsey followed me on Twitter, like, and then like immediately after Soldier Boy <laughs> followed me on Twitter. <laughs> well, because Ramsey and Soldier Boy are tight, man. Like they know each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they are. And then when they had a falling out, Soldier Boy was like, no, no more of these 11 Warriors guys. I hate them. They're done. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. That's, that's rough. Sorry. Uh, my favorite. No, perfect. Yeah, well, that's, that's certainly not Soldier Boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would say my favorite song of the summer was probably, I can't say it, the, the real thing, but like F.U. by CeeLo Green. Um, oh, I forgot about that one. Super, super high on my list. I love that song uh, so much. That's a good now, song. Now, granted, it is a great song, and, and uh, granted, you know, with CeeLo Green's personal troubles, it becomes pretty creepy and weird in context, but I, I try to stop thinking about that and just really enjoy the song <laughs> itself, uh, but that's definitely my favorite song of the summer of all time. It's it's so great, um, especially him just, like, pathetically whining. It's, it's I love it. Uh, all right, so that's the dubcast. Uh, thanks uh, to you guys for listening. Dry Good Store, check that out. Uh, rate and subscribe on iTunes, please. Helps us out. I need to. I need validation in my life. So if you give me five stars, I'll feel better about myself. I just. I need it. Uh, I need my numbers up. Uh, so, <laughs> rate and subscribe, Kevin. <laughs> thanks again. You are a huge help. A great co-host as always. And uh, we'll have to, dude, We're gonna have to have you on for that that class, man. Like, oh I'm yeah, really... I'll call you in class. <laughs> dude, put on. No, you, now you have to do that because now what's gonna happen is you're gonna have to. Like, Call me in class, put Urban Meyer on the phone, or alternatively, and, and more likely one of his assistants who really doesn't want to be there, uh, and have me ask just really stupid, uneducated questions about football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we need to do that. We're gonna we're gonna we're probably not gonna do that because you'll you'll get kicked out of class. But we'll think of something. So I'm I'm excited about that. Um but yeah, so that's it for this week. Let's let's see how next week goes. I'm pretty excited. Bo will be back. Again, Kevin, thank you very much, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yep, thanks, guys. Ah, in your face. All right.